Hey, everybody. I wanted to um, get on here on the podcast and give you a little bit of a teaching. Um, I used to do a bunch of them on Facebook Live, but I don't really do that anymore. Not because I don't want to, but um, the fact of the matter is, is Facebook is just, it's a terrible platform anymore. It really is. And it's hard to really get a lot into uh, Facebook nowadays. And so, I really haven't here as of late. Um, But I still want to use this podcast for some Bible studies that I have done in the past. Okay, there we go. Um... But uh, let's go get our scripture where we're going to be. Let's go to the... um, Let's let's do something on a Matthew that uh, is very... Interesting, and I've done a study on it before. Let's go to um, Matthew uh, 14. Uh, Okay, I'm just trying to see. Okay, here we go. Um, We're going to talk about... I've taught this before. And it's a very good one. Uh, It's a very good story. And we're going to read from... uh, I normally start, uh, when I teach this, start in verse 23. And uh, I like to call this one, anytime I teach it, Where's your faith? Where is your faith? And uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Where's your faith? And uh, when I teach, oftentimes I do it um, as a uh, verse-by-verse section. And so we always go uh, verse-by-verse. And sometimes uh, when the Lord uh, wills, He directs me to another verse in another book, which I have had happen before. But uh, let's pray and ask the Lord to um, help us tonight to really receive this word. Lord, thank you once again. Lord, I, I can't even begin to tell you how thankful and how good you've been to me and to all of us. 
Oh, Jesus. Lord, you're speaking a word tonight. And Lord, you're asking us all, even including me as a believer, this simple question. Where is your faith? And Lord, I pray that we would um, just answer. Lord, even if it's not where it should be, Lord, just submit that. Lord, I think of this wonderful scripture in James, submit therefore to God. And Lord, that's our that's our job. Lord, we need to be submissive to you and submissive to your word. Oh, Jesus. Lord, do a work in our hearts, I pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Matthew, I closed my Bible so I could open it with you guys. Matthew, the 14th chapter. And uh, we're going to go to verse 23 and we're going to start there. So obviously this, um, this is, this is after the uh, filling of the, uh, of the 12 baskets. This is after the 12th of 12 basket feeding of the 5,000. And of course, uh, you'll read, I believe it's in chapter 15 of the uh, seven baskets. Or maybe it's in 16, I don't remember. But uh, let's talk about um, verse 23 through the end of the chapter. I'm going to read it. And then we'll come back and discuss it. And I'm reading from the King James. Um, I will go ahead and answer a question I get a lot. Why is it that I read specifically from the King James? Well, a couple reasons. The biggest one being that it's a very consistent text. There's no new uh, version of the original King James that came out. I know there was a... 21st century King James that you can buy, you can actually still get it uh, in a hard copy and then um, you can also find it in apps. There's not too many differences, there's just subtle differences, but I'm using the original 1611 King James version. But let's start at verse 23. But that's the biggest reason why I use it. It's consistent. Um, you know, I could get an ESV and it could be totally different. But anyway, let's go to verse 23. And it says, When he had sent the multitude away, or the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, uh, he was there alone. Okay, now we're on verse 24. We'll come back to setting uh, to that part on prayer. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, um, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Which that means the wind was fierce. When something's contrary, and, and when the King James uses that word, it means that it's fierce. Verse 25, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples 
saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out with fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Page turn. Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee uh, on water, on the water, excuse me. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he had saw the wind uh, boistering, or boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they had come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. Okay. Um, we're not going to read to the end of the chapter like I thought. Um, uh, the end of it is a miracle, which we're not going to talk about. But there's a couple key things that even... You know, I taught this back in 2000 and... Wow, when did I teach this? 2017 was the first year that I taught this story, if I remember right. 2017 was when I first taught it. There's a couple things that really, even going back and reading it again, there's a couple things that stand out to me. Um, and we're going to go back and we're going to talk about Okay, verse 23, we're going to go back and we're going to read it, and then we're going to talk about it. It says, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he set, or he, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. So Jesus, um, Uh, when he had went up, or excuse me, when he had um, sent the multitude away, his disciples had went into a ship. And that's what Jesus told his disciples to do, was to get into a ship. Okay. So, they got into a ship. What does Jesus do? He goes into a mountain alone to pray. Boy, I tell you what, looking over the life of Jesus, we could really learn a lot from his prayer time that we should be having this prayer time. 
I'm not just talking to each and every one of you on this podcast. I'm talking to myself here. I can learn a lot from this prayer time. You can learn a lot from this prayer time. Look at uh, verse 23. So he had sent his disciples away, and they went up, and he went up to a mountain apart to pray. And then 24 says this. And when the evening was come, he was there. Or excuse me. Yeah, that's 23. He was there alone. Now look at verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. You know, here's what I find very interesting about this. And I've heard it preached before, and I remember in my younger days, I guess I still am young, but in my younger days of knowing God and knowing his word, I remember reading this particular part about how the ship was in the midst of a contrary wind. It was in the midst of literally turmoil. And I began to think of it one time, and I heard uh, a really good pastor um, say this, and I really began to meditate on it and think about it. And what he said was this. that in order to really have a true concept of God, this isn't the exact, exact words but he said, but this is very close. This is the gist of it. He said in order to have a true concept and relationship with God, there's got to be some waves and some wind in your life. In other words, in order to have that true, full relationship with God, oftentimes there needs to be some waves, there needs to be some wind, and things to get your life on track. I hear it all the time from people. Oh, I wish how this trial would end. Friends, I've been there before. I have. Especially when I wasn't in the Word like I should have been. You know, but now that I'm reading and that I'm doing these studies now, you know, I hear it all the time. I wish, oh, how I wish this trial would end. Let I, I want this trial to end. I want it to end. I, I, I don't think I can bear this anymore. You know, we can say things like that, but in the end, we need the wind, the contrary wind, and the waves in order to grow closer and closer and closer to God. Because if not, you know, faith is produced out of trials. You know why Jesus and a couple chapters over and three chapters over in chapter 17, you know why he said specifically, he said, have faith in God. 
Verily I say unto you. In fact, let's turn there really, really quickly. I want to show you this, and then we'll turn back. Chapter 17. Uh, he was talking about his um, the, their unbelief. Okay, let's start at... Um, Uh, let's start at uh, verse 20. So verse 20 says, Why could not we cast this man? Or why why could we not cast him out? Verse 20, that's 19. Here's verse 20. I'm trying to get used to this Bible. It's a King James Bible. But where they have the verses placed are a little bit differently because of the paper they use and the way that it's referenced. But anyway, verse 20, it says, and Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. Okay? And listen, listen, listen what he says. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place. And it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. You know, let's go also, you can find this in Mark chapter, uh, let me find it here, Mark chapter 9. Um, it's towards the end of the chapter. So I had to find it. Um, okay, here it is. So let's go into Mark. And we'll, we'll read this. So here's the boy. And that demon uh, was cast out. Um. Okay, so that's space. Okay, never mind. Forget the Mark one. My bad. Sometimes in a study you'll have that. You'll be thinking of so many scriptures. But Jesus, oh, you know where that is? I believe that's in Matthew or Mark 11. But we're not going to go there where it says have faith in God. But here's my point. Jesus, you know what Jesus said? A grain of mustard seed. That's my main point. You know why Jesus said that? Now let's go back to Matthew um, 14. Uh, let me find 14 here. Matthew 14. There it is. Okay. You know why Jesus said that? A grain of mustard seed? Because he knew that a faith that is as small of a grain of mustard seed is produced from trials. Isn't that the truth? A grain of mustard seed of faith is produced of trials. In order to get faith, oftentimes we have to go through things. Why do you think... Let me ask you this, and then we'll move on. Why do you think Jesus emphasized to the disciples this kind goeth out 
not by prayer, or not by prayer. Uh, this time, this kind goeth out by prayer and fasting. He's talking and emphasizing not that particular kind of demon, but he's emphasizing don't forget to pray and to fast. Don't forget the essential importance of praying and fasting when you encounter things like that. That's why I've always said it's important to get into our Bibles. Let's look at verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. It was tossed with waves, and the wind was contrary. So we see that, okay? Now let's look at 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Now there have been some Bible scholars over the past several years that have said, no, he can't do that. <laughs> really? Well, I, I'm here to tell you that every translation of the Bible says that he can. Every manuscript, every, every Greek manuscript says that he can. Look at verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out with fear. You know, I've learned over the years, and I'm still learning, that even through the greatest of trials and tribulations, that even like what they were in, the worst thing you can do is doubt and be fearful. See, there's two different types of fear. There's a fear, let's say, you're in a car accident. And you go to the other car and you're like, oh, I hope they're not hurt. And so you say, are you okay? That's a natural reaction. However, there's a fear that gets itself so deep in the heart that it becomes a, a, a really an every second fear. And I mean that. It becomes an every second of the day fear. You're fearful about everything. That's what these disciples had. They were so fearful they cried out in fear. And they said, this is a spirit. This is a spirit. He's a spirit. They did not believe for one moment. Here, here, here's what the disciples were thinking. We are in these trials. We are in this tribulation. We are in this sorrow. There is no way. No way. that we believe that this is the Son of God. No way. But look at uh, verse 27. It says, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. 
It is I. Be not afraid. Look at um, look at verse twenty-eight. So that's the next verse we're going to be. Let, let's talk about twenty-seven quick. Jesus even spoke. He said, "Be a good cheer. It's I. Don't be afraid." But 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 you know what the problem here was? Here here's the problem. Jesus revealed himself. Hey, it's me. I'm Jesus. Don't be afraid. It's me on the water. Jesus was showing the disciples how to navigate this storm, this trial, without fear. You know, so many people say, choose faith over fear. And, and look, it sounds easy in practice, but I understand that it's tough. But listen, you have to get to that point in your life where you choose faith over fear. There's two F's in the Bible. And they're, they're, well, there's a lot of F's in the Bible. But there's two that are especially prominent in the New Testament especially. Faith and fear. Did you know that John talked about perfect love casts without fear? Well, let me tell you something. Even a, a grain of mustard seed going through a, 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 a storm, a storm, a raging storm. We're not talking just this little, little clap of thunder, and little light rain. Ah, okay, peaceful again type of... No, we're talking a contrary wind, boisterous windstorm. It's that little mustard seed of faith that'll get you through that. Amen. Look at verse 28. And Peter answered and said, Now this gets really interesting. And I never taught like this before on this particular part, really. Lord, here's Peter. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou. In other words, Peter said, Lord, if it's really you, Here's what he said. Bid me come unto you, or come unto thee on the water. Look at 29. And he said, come. Peter is like many of us. Many times when we're going through storms, in trials, and tribulations. You know what happens? We get like that. We do. I've gotten like that plenty of times. Come. Lord, if it's really you, just come. Just work. Do this. Do that. Ah. And you know the Lord always responds because right here and it proves it. He said, and he said, come. Come. Oh, what an opportunity. 
for Peter's faith to be put to action. Look at um, 29. We're still on 29. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, so he gets out of the ship, going out of the ship, going out of the ship. So he gets out of the ship. And it says, and he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So, here's what we do. Jesus tells us to come. James in chapter 4, don't turn there, but it talks about submit therefore to God. Oh, yes. Submit therefore to God. Come, draw nigh to God and He will draw near to you. Oh, how important it is to put our faith to work. Hebrews 4.16 says, Come ye therefore boldly before the throne of grace. The throne of grace don't come to you. You have to go to grace. Look at verse 30. So Peter gets out and he starts coming. He's walking. He's going through a very bad storm. And the rest of the disciples are on the ship. What's he doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. He looks really silly out there in that water. I, I just don't know. What if I should walk out there with him? Uh, that storm's too bad. Yeah, I, I think I better stay here in case there's any fish that bite. So look at verse 30. But when he saw... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. Stop right there. I never really hit hard on this as I should have, but I want to hit hard on it now. From now on when I teach this. It says, but when he saw the wind, when he saw the wind, when he saw the wind, boisterous, when he saw, in fact, let's let's let, let, let's do something. Hey Siri, what does boisterous mean? Boisterous means of a person, event, or behavior, noisy, energetic, and cheerful, rowdy. So I know the wind wasn't cheerful, but you know what the wind was? When he saw the wind being energetic. When he saw the wind going all around him, and that one was going, and you know what the trials are doing right now in your life and in my life? When we're trying to get, we, we feel like we're getting one step closer, one step closer, one step closer. And you know what happens? They get, and they just keep coming and coming and coming. Well, Lord, I feel like I'm blocked. Here's where Peter's faith, and oftentimes, and many times, our faith fails. I said our because I'm including me. Listen, when he saw the wind, boisterous. We'll, we'll come back to this again, too. He was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. There's verse 30. Okay, when he saw the wind, you know the. I know it's hard at times, but over time you learn 
to grow more and more and more better at it. Look at this. But when he saw the wind, when he saw the wind, look, Peter had his eyes first on Christ. You know why? And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says that there is a reward to those that diligently seek Him. And, and if you want to have faith, you have my, in fact, let, let's, 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 uh, uh, actually, well, let's not do that. I was going to have us turn to Hebrews. But did you know that it also says in that chapter that without faith, it is impossible. Oh, it is impossible to please God. Well, I just don't know about that. Uh, I just don't know. Well, I'm telling you, that uh, don't take that from me. Take that from your Bible. Take that from your King James Bible. It says, without faith it is impossible to please God. He is a reward to those that diligently seek Him. Oh, oh, oh. And here's what Peter did. He sought Him for a while. He had his mind set on him, but the wind was a distraction. There are many things that the devil will use for our distraction to get our minds unfocused. Oh, God, give you glory. There are many things that will try to distract us from our relationship with God. Oh, Shanda. Ayataira, the Mosiah. Ah, ah, let's go to verse 31. Verse 31. I got to hurry through this. He immediately, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. You know, I'm thankful. That even when we fall during a trial, Jesus' hand is there. And and listen, don't think that you can just keep falling and falling and falling and falling and falling and falling and falling over and over and over again. And just continue to be falling and be okay. No, no. Jesus let Peter fall and he grabbed him by the hand. But listen, Jesus taught Peter a lesson. You know how I know that? Look at the next part. And said unto him, this is Jesus talking, O thou of little faith. O thou of little faith. Now the word thou in the King James, believe it or not, that's talking about you. Oh, thou of little faith. Oh, thou of little faith. Look at the next part. Wherefore didst thou doubt? So, 
Jesus corrects you when you fall. And you have two choices. You can deny correction or you can receive correction. I'm going to repeat that again because it just sounds so awesome and it's what we need to hear. You can deny correction or you can receive correction. Wherefore didst thou doubt? That word thou again, Peter, wherefore did you doubt? Why did you doubt? And then you read on again. And they went into the ship and the wind ceased. And when they were in the ship, they came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Then obviously, uh, Um, obviously you can go on and read the rest of it. But what's my point? I want to read to you a couple more scriptures that the Lord just revealed to me as I was speaking this. Go to Colossians. We're also going to go and look at... um, also going to go to Hebrews and look at a couple verses that I talked about. I wasn't originally going to do this, but I really feel the need to do this. Because the Lord's speaking to me through this and I know He's speaking to many of you. Let's go to Colossians. New Testament. If you go after Philippians, in fact I turn right there to Colossians. Chapter 3. And chapter 3 starts way down here. Um, But let's go and do verses um, 1 and 2. This is very important after reading a story like this to hear this. If ye then be risen with Christ... Seek thou, or excuse me, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And then verse 2, set your affection on things above, and not on things on the earth. You know how important that is? I want to read this one verse in particular. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of the Father, or of God, excuse me. 
and then obviously set your affection on things above. And your affection are the things that you look at in the midst of the trial. Oh, Jesus. You know, this is so important. I don't think we even realize it. Peter had his affection set there for a while, and then the wind came, and then the, it kept coming stronger and stronger, and he looked away. He looked away. Go to Hebrews. Um, Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, there's some great stuff in Hebrews, and we're going to go through it at some point. Um, these, this is a set of real Bibles that a friend of mine had sent to me. I was just telling her the other day that I was using them. Uh, and uh, these are just, these are really, really nice. Let's go to Hebrews 11. I'm almost there. Hebrews 11. Here we go. So Hebrews 11. I want to look at that first verse and then we'll look at verse 6. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Many people will say, I don't think I can keep my mind and my affections and my heart set on things above. But, friend, you have to. Because that's what faith is, looking at the things which are not seen. You know, the Bible talks about that Christ is somebody that no man has seen at any time. But let's look at verse 6. Um, verse 6 says, But without uh, faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is or he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him that's what I was talking about earlier without faith it's impossible to please him it's impossible to please who's him that's God you're not going to please Jesus. But, oh, I got faith because I'm doing... No. Jesus talks about a mustard seed of faith. Oh, 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 yes. He talks about a mustard seed of faith. That's the faith that pleases him. For without faith... It's impossible to please God. Will he reward me because I came to him with that type of faith? Yes. He most certainly will. He said he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That carefully seek him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, let's pray quickly. 
And that'll be today's lesson. Lord, thank you. Lord, you're teaching us something here. And Lord, I, I just thank you. Lord, I just pray that even though this prayer is short, Lord, just help us to understand, not to get our eyes so caught up in a wind, but Lord, let us know that the trials are there to help us grow. And Lord, we need those trials. And Lord, just help us to expand more, expound on your word, Lord, I just pray right now. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Well, folks, let's go ahead and end today's podcast. Let's see how long it ended up being. Um, let's see. Oh, speech is off. Duh. Friday, June 20, 00, Friday, January, but then this one out. Yahoo Mail now, anchor. Notification, Yahoo Mail now, click. Yahoo Mail, Yahoo Mail now. Yahoo Mail now, click. Yahoo Mail now, dismiss. 45, 20, add five, 40, recording. Okay. 40, add five, domestic, stop recording. Um, stop, stop, domestic, recording, 24 seconds, 60 minutes. Keep an eye on, stop recording. So... Um, one thing to keep in mind, too, I did get the HomePod, and it does work. Like, I could say, Hey, Siri, play songs by Andre Lewis. Stop recording, button. See, it works good.